InfoTrack continues. Once again, here's Chris Whitting. Well, just about all Americans are impacted by the COVID-19 pandemic. Small businesses are being hit especially hard. Joining us is Eric Groves. See, let me pick that up. Joining us is Eric Groves, co-founder and CEO of Alignable, which is an online referral network. And Eric, tell us about this poll you recently conducted of small business owners. What were some of the findings of that? We've got about 5 million small businesses across the Alignable network, and we've been polling them quite actively over the last six weeks or so to really understand how they're doing, the impact that the coronavirus is having on their business. We've been seeing that grow over time, and hopefully we'll be able to see when it starts to subside. And one of the things that we've been doing along the way is running these different polls to get at the core things that they're doing to try and survive in their businesses. And this poll was really all about May rent because, you know, there's sort of two major expenses that most small business owners with staff have. One is their employees. The other is covering their rent or their mortgage on their facility. And we really wanted to kind of understand how they were doing when they think about paying May rent. And so we polled just short of 10,000 small business owners And 34% of them shared with us that they were not going to be able to pay their May rent in full, Mm. of which 84% said that they weren't going to be able to make, you know, even half or less of their payment for May. So it's pretty indicative of the really difficult situation these folks are finding themselves in. Eric, did you have a sense from your poll of what types of businesses are getting hit the hardest? It's the businesses that are in the retail, restaurant, personal services. Think about any business where you're interacting face-to-face with your customers. Those are the ones that are really getting hit the hardest. You know, the restaurateurs clearly have been the ones that have been hit the hardest for the longest, but includes everybody from a chiropractor to a massage therapist to you know, a retail store owner. All those folks are really feeling the impact. Now, obviously, landlords are business owners. Are they willing to negotiate with these small business owners? Are you getting any sense of that from your polling? Yeah, absolutely. And like you said, they are business owners and they've got bills that they have to pay too. And the wonderful thing is we saw that 36% of the landlords who had been approached by their tenants had actually given some form of relief to their tenants. The vast majority of it was you know, sort of a one-month reprieve. But in some cases, 22% of them, they've been actually giving them up to three months of relief. But a lot of that's going to depend on the situation that the landlord is in because they've got big mortgages to pay and bills that they have to cover as well. So, you know, I think everybody's trying to work together to find a solution, but it's clear that things are getting tighter and tighter every day. I understand, Eric, you did a poll back in mid-April that talked about businesses that were closed. Could you talk about that? Yeah, we found that 44% of businesses had already closed their doors. The good news or the silver lining in that poll was that only 1% had said that they'd closed permanently. So, you know, small business owners are consummate optimists. That's what makes them who they are. And the vast majority of these folks are hunkered down trying to get through this process in the hopes of being in a position where they can reopen back up and get back to business. Any sense of how long established these businesses are? Are they newer businesses or they've been around a long time? A good number of them had been in business for at least 15 years. The big challenge that a lot of these business owners face is that 50% of small businesses 
when the crisis hit, had less than a month of cash in the bank. So they had to go into basically preservation mode immediately. And as this drags out for, you know, two to three months, you can see that these guys are, you know, well beyond the point of having cash in the bank to survive. We're seeing some states announce dates when they're going to be opening back up, at least partially opening back up. I guess that's good news to these business owners, but it doesn't help them pay the rent. Absolutely. It's going to take a while to get back to a new state of normal. There's going to be steps along the way that we're gradually going to get there. And I think the big thing is we need to get testing figured out so that people can know whether they're carrying the virus. And then the next big milestone after that is going to be when we get to a vaccine. And, you know, everybody out there is talking about that sort of a year away. So you can see that this sort of mid time frame from now to a year from now, we're going to have to figure out a very creative solution to start getting our economies going again and driving consumer behavior back to purchasing from local businesses and away from these online big corporations where all of our money has been going. We're talking with Eric Groves, Alignable co-founder and CEO, and talking about what small business owners are telling Alignable as far as the state of their business. Obviously, there are many small businesses that are home-based, so they're not really dealing with rent per se. Do you get any sense of how home-based businesses are doing right now? We lumped them both into the same bucket when we were looking at the rents because we included mortgage payments in that. The folks that are working from home are clearly, you know, they have some expense associated with where their business is located. And so I think the same challenge applies, whether it's you're trying to pay your rent or you're trying to pay your mortgage. The key thing is you need cash coming into your business in order to be able to survive. And that's why, you know, these CARES Act loans that were supposed to get pushed down to small business were so critical in being timely delivered to small businesses. And just last week, when we polled small business owners who had applied for the loans, completed the entire process, submitted their paperwork, 86% of them had not received any money. Only 8% had received the cash through the program at the time. And that's simply not going to cut it. Yeah. And I understand that some of the businesses were actually publicly traded that got some of that money. And thankfully, they're giving the money back. Yeah. As a venture-backed company, it's something that we had to take a look at when the first, you know, they announced it. We looked at it. We went through the numbers. We talked to our investors. We talked to our advisors. And then we looked at it and we said, you know, this isn't for us. And so we decided not to submit an application. And I think a lot of venture capital-backed companies did the same. But the fact that other folks went out there and saw this as like a free gift from taxpayers when they didn't need it, I hope the federal government does come back and use that clause in the application that says, to do so is fraud and prosecute them because they put in a penalty of 30 years in jail and a million dollars. And I hope they go after these folks and get it. Eric, what advice would you have for the small business owner who might be listening right now and is just beside themselves with not being able to pay their bills and wondering about the future? Well, you know, there's sort of a real short-term solution right now of the EIDL loans through the SBA. And I think one of the biggest misconceptions out there is just because it says that it's the paycheck program, as a sole proprietor or independent contractor, you can get access to this money as well. And a lot of them were sort of told by various folks that they weren't able to get this money. They are actually able to get this money. And so I'd encourage those folks to talk to their accountants, 
talk to their local bankers, and take advantage of both the PPP program and the EIDL program to at least get some cash flow coming into their businesses because that money's not going to last long and you got to get in there if you want it. Eric, what would you, how would you tell people who want to join your network how to sign up? It's pretty simple. All you got to do is go to alignable.com, A-L-I-G-N-A-B-L-E.com. Eric Groves, Alignable co-founder and CEO. Eric, thank you so much for joining us today. Hey, it's been my pleasure. You're listening to InfoTrack, a production of Syndication Networks of Chicago.